for this. Journey of more success, more wins, more wins, more blessings, major key. DJ Khaled, Khaled, Khaled. Alright, people, we're gonna do it like this. Who's ready to hear the number one man in music coming to the stage right now? DJ Khaled! Hold on, he gotta post this right quick. Hold up, hold up. Make some noise, let's go! Major key alert! Alright, hold on, let me put. No, you post it? Hold on. You gotta post it right quick, alright, before we get started. Alright, my story. There we go, okay, there we go, we good. What's right. up, everybody? Y'all good? Alright. Album in stores right now on iTunes. It is called Major Key. Yes. Let me ask you a question, man. You got a who's who, a hip-hop on the album. Everybody's on that joint. How do you get all those people on one album? Um, you know, first of all, God is the greatest, you know what I'm saying, for, 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 for making all this happen, you know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. Um, but, you know, I've been in this game for, I've been putting 25 years of blood, sweat, and tears into what I've been doing, you know, basically my whole career. And right now, it's my 10-year anniversary of We The Best Music. Thank Make some you. noise for that right quick. And, and um, a lot of the artists that have super amazing relationships that are actually my friends that I, that I came up in the game with, meaning as in some of them I talk to almost every day, we, we brothers, and some of them we got super respect for each other, meaning as in, like, when I first started in the game, they first started. So we, we was climbing that mountain together and we always respected each other on a music level and as a, just pure respect. Um, and at the same time, as we blessed to make good music and put good music together. You know what I'm saying? I make hits, I find hits, and I put hits out. Meaning as in, you know, not only am I a producer, DJ, music executive, I'm also somebody that can help. A&R, some amazing projects, you know what I'm saying, which I've had in my career behind the scenes and help give them hits, you know what I'm saying? But, so I have like super like music studio relationships with all these artists, but at the same time is that I present amazing music. And, you know, when you present an amazing record to somebody and they hear it, music is powerful, they love it, and they, they, they ready to, 
to to do a record with me. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I, like I said, I got I got catalog and and I feel like you know that I don't call myself king of the anthems just just to say I'm the king of the anthems. You know what I'm saying? So if I call you, you know what I'm saying? You know, I would hope that you would be excited to work on a record as well as I'm excited to work on a record with you because I am a fan of the artist because I'm a fan of everybody that's on my album. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a fan first. You know what I mean? And they know that because I, I passionately love their music. You know what I will say too, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because you're in front of me, but listening to Major Key, it was the first album I heard in a long time. There's no fillers. Like yeah. th there are no, like every song, like from the first to the last, you're like, damn. Yeah, Damn. I, I Damn. made I made sure on this album, um, and I have to be super honest with you. That was like a major key. I I wanted every record to be an anthem, a single, whatever you call, it, basically your favorite record. And the inspiration of this album came from the fans. It was fan love that pushed me because they gave me so much love. You know what I'm saying? They gave me so much love. They pushed me. Like, I would come, like, for instance, I'm outside right now. There's, there's thousands of people's outside. There's thousands of people in here, right? And they show me so much love. I would take that energy and go in the studio. On this album, my son that's about to be here and my fans has inspired me. You know what I'm saying? I see you, my brother. I see you. I see you. It's my guy right there. Yeah, you remember he gave me the chain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been supporting me crazy, man. I appreciate it. That's right. Said he got it. That's right. Thank you. All right. Now, when you're working with all those artists, how do you pick who's on what track with who? Like, how do you curate that? Um, you know, it, it starts off with the production. You know what I'm saying? If I'm producing it or producing it with another beat maker, I want to get the beats right. You know what I'm saying? I always get, like, when I start an album, I always get, like, the first three to five beats that I just love. You know what I'm saying? And the way I create my albums, I always want to create the first two to three singles. You know what I'm saying? But this album ended up being, to me, all singles. But, that, but I'm just saying this is how I start. And then once I, I get a track, I'll be like, you know what? I want to come up with some type of concept. Um, sometimes I just let the beat speak. But most of the time, I like to come with some type of idea because it's my album. So... You know, I want to kind of give some type of inspiration when I make the phone call to the artist. They'd be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Let's try to talk about something like this. Or here's a here's an idea. Let me just throw it in the air. You know what I'm saying? That might transform into a hook. You know what I'm saying? And then they have something to go off of. Like, yo, I love that idea. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let, me, let, me, let me sing or spit some bars. Or you know what? Let me change this part of the hook because that was dope. You know what I'm saying? It starts off with the beat and hook. On most of my records. Um, and then to finish them, like if I get the hook and beat done, it's, you know, when I present a record, it's easy. All they gotta do is fill in the gaps with inspiration to know the vibe. You know what I mean? And like I said, each record has a different story though. You know what I'm saying? So with a project like this that seems so huge, how long does this process take? Like when do you know this album is finished and how long did that take? Um, this this album, like I said, Fan Love inspired me to make this album. So this album, I started working last year, October, on this album. You know what I'm saying? I always usually put an album out every year. You know what I'm saying? Um, and October is when I like, 
I'm always working. You know what I'm saying? So, like, music, I own, I own my own studio. I, you know, I'm always cooking. And if I'm not in Miami cooking, I'm cooking out of town. I'm always working. But October's like, I remember, you know what I'm saying? I went into, like, a meditation mode. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start working and, 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 and get it cracking. And I actually just dropped. I changed a lot last year close to that date. So I started working immediately after I dropped the album. Like, I, something told me, like, man... I was going through a certain time in my life, man. I was just like, man, don't give up. Don't quit. Keep, keep pushing. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, music helps me keep going. You know what I mean? Were there any major challenges in making this album? Uh, just, I think the biggest challenge for me was being patient. How so? What do you mean? You know, um, because you have the certain timeline where you have to turn in so the fans can get it. If I say July 29th, I don't want to be the guy to say I got to push the album back. You know what I'm saying? Or So some people push their albums back because of legal reasons, uh, clearing reasons, or, or they're not done. Me, I felt like I wanted to stay strong with that date because it just felt good. And um, so I have to be patient. Like, for instance... You know, the Holy Key record was the last record I finished on the album last minute. And I was waiting on the Kendrick verse. I had the Big Sean verse for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Because me and Big Sean did a few records. And that one I had sent, but I wanted to be patient to get that one done the way I wanted it to get done. I could have gave up and just got it done. I wanted to get it done a certain way. And I gave you Holy Key. When'd you get Betty Wright on it? Betty Wright was after Kendrick. Like so. Now, wait, wait. Explain who Betty Wright is for people that don't know. So Betty Wright is a uh, she's an icon. First of all, um, in the seventies, eighties is when uh, you know Betty Wright was at the forefront. Well, icon is always at the forefront, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, Mary J. Blige sampled bump 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 like all these classic. Soulful records and gospel records. You know what I'm saying? Go, go Google her and check her out. She's like, and she's from Miami. So she's like the Miami mama. You know what I'm saying? She's like my mama from Miami. Um, but she has a huge catalog. Like, huge. Um, it's, it's huge. Um, we, us in the hip-hop game, we sampled her plenty of times. And not even just that. Um, if you hear her records, you're going to know them. Your mother or your father was playing them when you was growing up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the, how the Betty Wright thing went down is like, I told Big Sean, I was like, yo, Sean, I need you to catch the Holy Ghost. You know what I mean? Because like I said, this track was different. Usually I have a hook already. That's how I usually rock and present my records. And this one, I was like, I ain't going to tell, tell him what the hook is. Here's the beat. It's hard. I need you to catch the Holy Ghost. He's like, he's like, what you want me to talk about? I was like, man, just catch the Holy Ghost. You can talk about, you know, all the cloth talk and the vibes that's going on, but catch the Holy Ghost. I like, just go in. No rules, no regulations. So he did that. I loved it. Then I, I, I hit Kendrick up. I was like, yo, Kendrick, um, I need you to catch the Holy Ghost. Like, I'm just telling you the truth. When you talk to, you know, if you ever interview Kendrick and ask him, he'll go and tell you. So I was like, yo, I need you to catch the Holy Ghost. And I said, I said, um, um, I said, straight determination, straight passion, uh, no rules or regulations, uh, just go 
like bad in is go. So he hit me up. I sent him the record, and he's like, "Yo, I got some shows," and he, he understand I was on a timeline. And he's like, "Yo, when you got, you know, I had a, like two more days to turn my album in." So he's like, "I gotta do these shows. I'm gonna get back to it." Um, and he was like, "I got you. I just wanna. I gotta get back in the studio." So he hit me up. He was on the road, and I'm just checking in. I was like, yo, just checking in. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm, like, sweating because the album got turned in two days. You know what I'm saying? And then I love the record so much that I'm like, I hope I don't lose this record or just rush the record to get it done just to get it on the album. I didn't want that to happen. So he was in the studio, and I knew he was in the studio, so I texted him. I was like, yo, Kendrick Lamar, you just, got, you just came from under the stage on the Beyonce show on BET, you came from under the stage and you just got done performing on water and you just, you know, I was like, yo, Kendrick, I need you to give him that cloth talking. And, and I was just going in on the text, like legendary talk, like legendary. So this is me texting that as Jamal, like legendary, like legendary talk. So I'm like, man, I hope he texts me back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now nah, it's all real talk. So he texts me back. And he put, cloth talk. <laughs> I said, I was in the studio. I looked at everybody and said, oh, that verse is coming. That verse is coming. And then, like, the next day, he texts me the, the, the verse. You know, them iPhones, you could text songs and stuff. <laughs> so he texts me the verse. I push play. Man, I swear to you, man, I couldn't believe it. You know, I got goosebumps because the man started rhyming and then started going bad. And then the, it just, so it's like 4.30 in the morning, I got it. So at 4.34, because the song about four minutes long, 4.34, I text Betty Wright like, yo, Miss Wright, I need you. I need you to meet me in the studio immediately. I got this idea because when I heard it, I was like, this is going to be called the Holy Key. I got this idea, we got to celebrate the holy key. And it's the last song on the album I'm making on the major key. It's like a, it was like a vibe. So she texts me back at like 6.32. She said, Khaled, why are you texting me at 4.30? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I, it's just I'm, I'm so creative right now. I'm passionate. So she goes, you know, she met me in the studio that afternoon and... um. We was in the studio, we was cooking up, and we both collaborating with some ideas, and she's like a one-taker, you know what I mean? She, she went to church, you know what I mean? Here's how I know you're hot right now. You know how I know you're hot? You know how I know you're hot right now? Talk to me. You got Jay-Z in a video. Yeah. Jay-Z don't do videos. Nah, he don't even shoot his own videos. So, how'd that go? <sighs> Here we go. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother event. We got we got time. So I'm a so the Jay-Z, first of all, that's my brother. And you know, when we got the record done, you know what I'm saying, super blessing and super grateful to get the icon Jay-Z to do a record. You know what I'm saying? Not only a record, two verses. And when the record was done, boom, boom, I'm on tour with Beyonce. And that's another super blessing. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, this, it's a lot going on in my life that's so amazing. Thank you, God. Um, and we backstage at, you know, the Beyonce tour. So I get to see him backstage. And I always see him. Yo, what up? Boom, boom. Show him love. You know what I'm saying? Greet him. Show him love. Go do my show. Show him love. So I was like telling Lenny S. I was like, yo, listen, we got to we gotta hit Jigga and tell him I need to talk to him. But not to say what's up. Like a meeting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like cloth talk meeting, you know what I mean? So he knows that we come in a talk cloth talk meeting. So like he it's just, it's a meeting. You know what I'm saying? So he comes sees me in my uh the dressing room um before I go on and I was just pacing in the dressing room while he was sitting on the couch and I'm just walking back and forth. He looking at me like, what, what's going on, man? This man, Coward just keep walking back and forth because I'm I'm ready to, to let so much cloth talk out to find a way to get this video done. So I, I said, yo, Jigga, I said, yo, I don't want to drop this record, just drop the record. I said, I would love to drop this record with, with the visual. And I said, yo, hold on, before you say something, before you say something, you know, I think, I think it'd be so amazing that, that not only do I have a record with you, you know what I mean, it's just a special time. I said, look at, look what's going on. I'm on the Beyonce tour. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm, I'm on stage at the stadium, sold out every night. You know what I mean? And I was like, they don't want me to ask you to be in the video. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to be in the video. And he didn't say yes, and he didn't say no. So that was like the first day indication, like, He's like, yo, basically he was like, Khaled, I see you. Like, I see, I see what you want to do. Like, but like, you know, like, like a big up. Bless up. You know what I mean? Like, so that was a start. And then, you know, a few days go by. It's called reminder alert. <laughs> we got to remind, <laughs> we got to remind the situation. So. I'm hitting him like, yo, we should shoot this. You know, I, I said, I really don't want to drop this song because I knew if I would have dropped the song without the video, I would have never got the video. You see what I'm saying? And, and I still wasn't like 100% thinking I was going to get the video, but I knew it was my duty of, of what I represent I need to try. And I was prepared for... The denial, which it wouldn't have been a disrespect, it would have been all love. He did a record for me. You know what I mean? And I don't expect him to shoot the video. Like, meaning as in, it's all love. That's family. Not even just that. You know, he don't shoot videos. So we started talking more about the video. And we just started throwing up vibes and ideas. But he's still not saying yes. We just talking like, you know, vibrations. I, I use the word vibration and vibes. You know what I'm saying? So it won't be like, I'm trying to, you know, get a yes or no. And we just started talking back and forth. So it was another day that I felt like he ain't say no. So we, we passed another day. Like three more days later, three more shows later. And do reminder, every time I asked him, I made sure I went extra hard on that stage in the stadium. Came back drenching like, <sighs> boy, I tore it down to that place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he just see the passion. Like, you know what I mean? And so I was telling Lenny, I was like, yo, this is how we got to do it. We got to start asking the people that work for him, 
you know, Lenny worked for Rock Nation, but I'm beside yourself. We need to start asking, like, yo, let's try to schedule a video to see when his people hit him. Is he going to say, what do you mean schedule a video? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's start. Like, yeah, it's like, like, like it was. Like your man, Dr. Dre, which I love and I'm, I'm so inspired by. Still waiting for you to get on the show. I'm by ready. The way. I'm okay, ready. Just check. It's like, it's like calling Dr. Dre's assistant. And then, you know, yo, I talked to Dre. We might shoot this video, find out what's a good day to do it. All right, let me check for you. You know what I'm saying? So I went that route and didn't get no feedback, but we kept doing it. So when I seen him, more ideas of the video started coming. And then. We all had shows in New York. Um, it was uh, Summer Jam and Beyonce, two big stadium shows out here. And one day he just hit us up like, let's do this for the culture. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this big. Meaning as in Lenny, Khaled, just to, let's get the director, lock the director in. And we got to that part. So we called the director ASAP. I'm like calling um, L.A. Reader Epic. We need a big budget. This video going to cost a lot of money. Like, it's about to go down. Be ready. Boom. We talked to the director. We're getting vibes. So now we coming to New York. And I'm like, yo, Lynn, this is a perfect time to shoot it in New York. Because we all here. And it's in New York. He, you know what I'm saying? You know, because Jay-Z's busy. He's busy every single day. So... We found out we was going to shoot the video like two days, really a day before the video, but like two days. But we had the director on deck ready because we knew it was going to be some like last minute vibe. So it just all came together, man. We, uh, we invited a lot of artists to come out and, you know, the video is very powerful. It represents, I feel like it's super big for the culture, you know what I mean? And it's an amazing song and... We came together and it ended up being uh, a masterpiece. All right, so I'm listening to Major Key, and I heard something I never heard before. So I'm listening, and it was a banger, by the way, but it joined uh, Nas' album, Done. I'm like, okay. I'm looking at the title, Nas' album, Done. All right, cool. Yeah, that's all right. So then I'm listening to the song. I'm listening to the content. I'm like, yo, Nas' album is really done. And I never heard someone announce their album is done on another cat's album. Well, he didn't know the title of the song. Oh, that's messed up. Nah, it ain't messed <laughs> up. You know, because me and Nas have a super amazing relationship. When I heard the song, I went crazy. And, you know, it's him rapping over Fuji Lai. You know, we sample Fuji Lai. That's something big. Matter of fact, thank you, Lauren Hill, Fuji's, and Prize and Walk Up for clearing the sample. Um, but when we got this, when I got the record and Nas sent me back the verses, I heard him say, um, Cowan called me while I was in album mode. So I put it on hold. Something, something, something for the major key. Yeah, my album done. But, you know, he says, and it, I thought that line was so powerful and so bold and such a statement because that's Nas. That ain't just an a, a, a artist rapper. That's Nas Escobar. So... And I heard the hook was so big, I was like, I got to call this Nas album done. He said it. I ain't lying. He said it. You know what I'm saying? And I just died. I knew when I put it on track listing, before y'all even hear it, you're going to be like, I need to hear this song. So he said it. I ain't say it. He said it. So boom. 
And not even just that. I know Nas. He always cooking. You know what I'm saying? Nas is a he's a uh, a perfectionist, and not even just that. He's 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 very he's special cloth alert icon. So when he says stuff like that, just know he got some stuff. So boom, you know I dropped the record on the track listing, and um, matter of fact, I talked to Nas today. I text Nas just to let him know, thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? The response on the record has been trending for two days straight. You know, since 12 o'clock midnight to now, been trending, and I was just like, man, people love this, and he, you know, he, you know, he, 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 we, we love working together. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to Nas. Now, were there any songs that couldn't make the album that just kind of hurt you, like, ah? I, I got a few songs that didn't make the album that are super amazing, because I didn't want to put more than 14 on the album. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to make it too long, and I didn't want to make it too short. I want, you know. Because I know how it be. You want to ride out to an album, and I wanted to make this album. And my goal, and my, 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 my um, vision, we all try to make classics. And that's a strong word to use. So I wanted to make a classic, and I wanted to make an amazing body of work. And I wanted the fans to love it. So I didn't want to overdo it, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't want to give you not enough either. So I saved some songs because... You know, you know, I'm a sound boy. I got to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Anybody act up, I drop some more keys on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm prepared. Trust me. All right, so another banger on your album. Like, not that the whole album isn't a banger, but don't ever play yourself. You had, you know, Jadakiss, Fab, Busta Rhymes. But what I was surprised is your artist, Kent Jones, at yeah. the end. I didn't know the boy had it in him like that. I did that on purpose because, first of all, he's been trending from last night to now because of that record. What I did was, because he, he he just coming up, his first record is Don't Mind, it's a number one record in the country. He's coming off a number one record in the country. And it got so big that it, it's starting to go pop now. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a music man, so I'm not saying to myself, I'm like, man, he's so blessed. His first record went gold and about to go platinum and it went number one and now it's hitting the pop charts. So I'm like, you know what? I could easily make another hit with him and put on my album. Or I said, you know what, Kent? Let's, because I know he, can, he raps. He can do them singing vibes. And he produces every beat. Like, he's special, this kid. Plays every instrument, everything. So I was like, yo, Kent, I'm going to put you how I met you. Because he was straight. I, he, he can rap. Like, really rap. And super dope. And I said, you know, I'm going to put you on the record with some real spitters that's well-respected and, you know, they serious. You know what I mean? So I was like, you got to go in. And that's why I put them last. So I said, this is your chance. Not only that people like you as a new artist, this is your chance that nobody can question you and you about to have a, a respect stripe on another level. All you have to do is Go in and put them bars on that record. And it was, he just knocked it out like that. And then the response I'm getting right now is that boy went in. And they all say, I ain't know Ken Jones could do that. And that's my job as a music executive and, and his job as an artist to let the fans know he could do everything. You know what I'm saying? And now the fans are going to be like, man, I, I, I want to hear more from him. And we're going to give you more. So shout out to Ken Jones. All right, so I heard a story about you. And I didn't know if this was true or not. I heard you wanted to do a record with Jay-Z so bad 
you moved to New York. Is that true? Yeah, so on They Don't Love You No More, I, I, it took me like a, it takes years to get Jay-Z on my, at least for me, to get him to do a record, even though it's my brother, it's my friend, and now he manages me. But on that record, it took me a full year exactly. Um, I, cause I, you know, I come back and forth to New York a lot because, you know, it's just, I got to do what I got to do. I got to travel in different cities, and New York's a city I come a lot to. And he was working on his album with Magnum Carter. Magnum Carter. So um, I was blessed to be in the studio with him when he was recording some of the records. And, you, you know, I'd be vibing. It's my bro. So we vibing. But, of course, I'm hustling. And I'm like, yo, you know we got to do a record, bro. The fans want Khaled and Jay-Z. I'm telling you. I'm telling you they do. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, again, not saying yes or no. But I was so persistent of showing him that I wanted it. So... I knew the only way to get this is to be around him and let him feel my presence. So I told my lady, I was like, yo, I got to get a condo here. So I ended up getting a condo in New York, and I would stay most of the time in New York and go back to Miami because that's my home, but I would do it. But I would stay in New York, and I told Jigga I ain't leaving. I'm not leaving. So if he go eat somewhere, I'm right down the block so he might pass me. And... If he in the studio, I'm, you know, hope, if he invites me, I'm there. And then, um, and if I can't hang with him that day, I'll go on the radio or something where in case he's driving, he hear my voice. Like, he just know I'm around. This guy ain't stopping. You know what I'm saying? And then I send kites to him and like, yo, I ain't leaving. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I want this. You know what I mean? And, you know, if, if the music speak and it's good, I need you. So I finally played him a record, and he agreed to do it, but it took like six, seven months. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't leave until I got it, like literally. Like, and I actually lost a lot of weight at that time. That's when I was in the gym on another level because I had a, had a, yeah, that's when elliptical talk really kicked in because I had a really, because every day, you know, I don't live out here, so I'm like, really going hard just to like keep myself focused you know what i mean and um we pulled it off man and and it, it's an amazing story that's dope so i always like the people i always like people knowing that it's not just about the success it's about the climb to success like everyone sees the chains everyone sees the snapchats everyone sees you watering the lion everyone sees that right but tell them, tell them about the part, uh, you were actually homeless at one moment, right? So looking back, what was that well, moment like? Um, it's not like I was almost homeless. It's what, what, what it is was I was following my career and I wouldn't give up. Meaning as in, I didn't live with my mother and father at one point. So I had to man up. And, um, you know, there was times where I would make $100 a week. You know what I'm saying? I'm a teenager. I'm making $100 a week. Um, I get an apartment. I get evicted that month because I wouldn't pay the month bill. And I would get evicted because the music's too loud. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was going through like a hard time and I, I had a vision. I, I just couldn't give up. And there was times where, you know, I had to sleep in the back of a Honda Civic. You know what I'm saying? And I just wouldn't give up. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I just kept hustling. I started throwing parties, passing out flyers, you know what I mean? And started making a little more money from 100 to 200. 
You know what I mean? From 200 to 300. You know, when I start getting to that $1,000 gig, you know what I mean? You know, I started seeing, man, we might can make some, not might, we going to make some out of this. So, you know, I come from radio, pirate radio. I come from, uh, you know, straight out the garage. And there was time in my life where, you know, it was so bad that I had nowhere to put my turntables and my records and my drum machine. I had like tons of records. So I had to use my dog Nasty's house and give it, put it in his garage until I found me a place. You know what I'm saying? And um, I ended up, you know, moving to Miami. You know, I've been in Miami. Miami's my home. And Miami, I've been in Miami for over 20 plus years. And it's like, I, I just literally would sleep in 25-hour hotels you know what I'm saying? And work for other promoters, promote their parties. I even did like security for the VIP just to be around, just to get the promoter to like me. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I would do little guest spots and I would rip it down legendary where my whole key was any opportunity I ever got, anytime I ever, like say right now I have an opportunity and I'm on the stage. When everybody leave here, you know, I'm hoping that everybody has something good to say about what they experience. And that's how I took it when I would get on the turntables. I would rip it down so legendary. You'd be like, who's that kid? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's, 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 that's that kid, DJ Khaled. Man, he dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, then they'll hear me on the radio. Who's that kid? Oh, man, that's that, that kid, DJ Khaled. Man, he dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, or in the studio, it just would pass and it would just grow. And I'm just telling you that for a reason because we are so powerful. If we like something, we like it. You know, it's like a food or something. We like something, we like it. And people started liking me and my name kept getting bigger and bigger. So every opportunity I took, I just took to the next level. Gotcha. Let's talk about your radio show. So Beats 1, Apple Music. Anybody here got an iPhone? Okay, cool. So if you got an iPhone, what you can do is you go to Apple Music, you can go to Beats One, you can actually listen to the shows on demand. We the best radio. Yeah. Talk about it. Well, we actually we the best radio will be on at in an hour at nine o'clock. So you can listen to it today. Um, all you do is go to um, connect, hit music, and then hit radio, and then we the best radios on Beats One. I'm on every Friday. Um, I did a special show yesterday to premiere the album, and they're actually going to rerun that show today. So I do that every Friday, a two-hour mix show. I interview artists. Um, the show is really dope, man, because, you know, I love DJing so much. When I got, when Apple Beats called me to do a radio show, I was so excited because I come from radio, and now I get to do a radio show worldwide. You know what I mean? And um, the show crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I play all the, the new vibes, but I also play, like, the classic vibes. I'm cutting, I'm scratching, you know what I mean? And the interviews be dope. You know what I'm saying? Some real hip-hop vibe. I think you, I mean, I know you're going to love it. So if you haven't heard it, man, check it out. It's amazing. And then besides my show, you got Dr. Dre's show, The Pharmacy. You can check him and Dr. Dre out. You got OVO Radio. You got um, Q-Tip. Um, his show is called Abstract. Abstract Radio. You got Abstract. Major Lasers. It's so many. Zane Lowe. It's so many amazing shows on there. You can just keep it all on all day. It's amazing. All right. So let's talk about your headphones. Yeah. Uh, the Unity headphones. Go ahead. Speak upon well, it. Well, you know, um, well, this is like a world premiere alert. So the Unity headphones is with Beats, Beats by Dre. Um, 
a huge inspiration of mine, man. I love Dr. Dre. And the Unity headphones is what's on the screen. What's so beautiful about the Unity headphones, one side obviously represents where we at. You know what I'm saying? The USA, America. And the other side will represent other countries. You know what I'm saying? But what's so dope about the Unity headphones, I got with Beats and I was like, man, I want to represent this because I'm about unity. You know, on my records, I bring people together and it's unity. I'm about peace and I'm about love because love is the key and love is the answer. And Beats headphones, besides it being such quality headphones and you can listen to great music, but these edition of the unity, wait till you see all of them. We're talking about, I don't know the exact number of different versions, but what's so dope is it's about unity, right? So you can wear those or you can wear the Brazil vibes or the, you know what I'm saying, different vibes, you know what I'm saying, and different countries and um, Egypt, whatever. It's, it's every, what did you say, my brother? Oh, you said it? Who said it? Okay, respect, yeah. Unity headphones, it's like, they represent everybody. Everybody. And um, I said, I got to be the guy that do this. Because I represent unity. I represent fan love. I represent that. And you know what I'm saying? And not even, not even just that. I've always wanted to work with Dr. Dre, Beats by Dre. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Luke and the whole Beat staff and, and Jimmy Iovine and Apple and everybody. This is like a big thing for me. And, and you see me with them exclusive Fendi's right there, right? This is crazy. But um, it's going to be big. So one side represents a country. The other side is just simply unity. So even though you might be from somewhere else, we're all together. Yeah, basically the, the, the whole message is we all one. We all blessed by God. We all one. All of us is one. You know what I mean? And we have to, we have to, we, we just can't just say it. We have to live it and be it because we all are one. You know what I'm saying? And that's like important to me because I love all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? And the Unity Headphones is something that I represent. So go back. Who's ready to ask Kyla some questions? I'm an up-and-coming music producer and DJ myself, and I was wondering if you could give me some of the major keys of self-promotion and how to really get your content out there. Um, first, the major key is to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to love yourself, and when you love yourself, meaning as in being yourself, people going to respect that because you represent... What's your name? Tom. So they're going to be like, that's Tom and not Bob. You know what I'm saying? That's Tom. So... That's a major key, and you know, you gotta represent yourself right, you know what I'm saying? And for people to, to, to become a superstar, you have to be a superstar. And what I mean by that is, your fans, they're gonna connect to you, you know what I mean? And with my success, besides the music I make, I feel like me and my fans, we have a connection and we, we personally kind of know each other because we kind of have the same stories and we kind of relate like on certain situations. And me, I only promote like, if it ain't going to motivate me, how I'm going to motivate you? You know what I'm saying? If it ain't going to inspire me, how I'm going to inspire you? So... The key is, you know what I'm saying, whatever craft and talent that you have, if, it's, if you want to be a DJ producer, you got to basically start from the bottom, self-made, from ground up. You know what I'm saying? If it's, a, if, it's a, if it's DJing, man, DJ a house party. DJ for your, your, your crew, four guys in your crew, whoever your crew is. Get them to like you so they can talk and brag about you and promote you. Then, you know, DJ for um, 
if you can get at a club, whatever, you have to let the word of mouth is going to start popping. And when the people start speaking, but you can't stop working, you can't stop hustling. You just got to keep going, bro, and, and, and believe in what you believe in. Yo, what's good, Kelly? My name's Low Key Luke from Brooklyn. How you doing, bro? I'm blessed, my brother. How you doing? All right, my question is, as an upcoming music producer from Brooklyn, what is your biggest key besides promotion? What's your biggest key that you got for us? I'm the, I mean, the biggest key is God, master key. But for a producer, for a producer, um, you can make a lot of beats, but the beats you should make is the right ones. Some producers just make too many beats. Well, let's, let me break down a producer. There's beat makers and there's producers. Beat makers make beats. Producers do everything. You know, from top to bottom and get the job done. From helping making the beat or making the beat, getting the artist on the record, doing the vocal production on the record, formatting the record, you know what I'm saying, help mixing the record and getting the record out completely. That's a producer. Beat makers are some great beat makers that just make the beat. You know what I mean? But um, to be a great beat maker and producer, you know what I'm saying, try your hardest to find somebody that can represent your beats right, meaning as in whoever sings or raps over them that can bring that beat to the next level. But the beat got to be great because if not, they're not going to be inspired. So, you know, I started in the game with just my community, the local you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm so blessed that the, when we was local, like, now they superstars. Like, I remember giving beats to Rick Ross on his first album. I produced a song with him and Lil Wayne on there. You know what I'm saying? And people didn't really know me at that time. You know what I'm saying? And Ross was just coming out the gate. And look at him now. It's big Rick Ross. And look at DJ Khaled now. What I'm saying is, you know, if you know rappers or maybe you, he might be the next Jay-Z, the next Kendrick Lamar. Feed them, feed them music, feed them music, as well as feed other people music. And, you know, the word will get out. But what's so dope right now about the game is there's really no excuses because there's Twitter, there's Snapchat, and there's Instagram, and there's the Internet. So you're going to get heard. I'm going I'm to hear your beat if it's that dope. I'm going to find a way. You know what I mean? So make great music, bro. Uh, I want to know if you and your fiance have picked out a name for your son yet. Yeah, well, um, we're going back and forth with names. Um, the name that my queen came up with, I love it, um, but I love my name too. Um, so we, you know, we, 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 we vibing on it. I think when, the, um, when I see my son, I think it's automatically just going to come out and I'm just going to say it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm very excited, man, for the young, the young king to be here soon. All right, what up, Khaled? I'm Luis, Beats One New York. Uh, question for you, so, what up? So uh, tell us the vision from transitioning from turntable DJ to producer to music executive. What was the vision behind that? Oh, well, you know, I think DJs, you know, DJs is such important in the music game because we have to move the people when you DJ. Um, and if you're on the radio, you have to keep people tuned in. And, you know, if you're a whack DJ, people leave the dance floor. If you're a whack DJ, they turn the radio off. So we know what's how people move. We know what people like. We know what people listen to. We know certain breaks. You know what I mean? We know certain vibes. So I took that, that blessing and started making beats. You know what I'm saying? And that's what made me into a full, 
producer. You know what I'm saying? And then I already knew when I was a kid that I wanted to be uh, uh, owner of a record company, a CEO, an entrepreneur, a music mogul, a music boss. You know what I'm saying? So I always looked up to Puff Daddy and Jay-Z and Russell Simmons and, you know, all the greats. You know what I'm saying? And I was just inspired. I knew I was going to be that. You know what I'm saying? So I took all that talent from DJ and producing and then coming up working from the radio game, I started learning like quote unquote politics, you know, just knowing every aspect. And then uh, you know, I'm a I always was good about getting the word out. So I knew about marketing, you know what I'm saying? Cause by getting the word out, like, you know, if I had to pass out flyers, I'd be the guy that pass out flyers. You know what I'm saying? To this day I will do it now. That's what I am. That's what I do. The only difference is they made Snapchat and Twitter and Instagram. So that's why there's no excuses now. Um and I just took all that knowledge and then I knew the business side of it, too. You know, I learned the business side of it. And um, when I learned the business side of it, I was like, I'm super blessed because I'm a DJ, producer, artist, but I also know the business. So I can relate good with creative artists and I also can relate good when it's time to talk business. You know what I'm saying? So I took all that when I was a kid and just kept growing and getting more wiser and just kept learning and learning learning through my records and my experiences in the game and it made me into a great executive and a great A and R and and somebody great in the music business. So how does it feel to be able to share positive vibes and bring sunshine That's to right. Snapchat viewers like myself? Because I know you love flowers. Um it feels good, man. You know my my you know it's a joy and happiness to see brothers like you smile and excited and and represent because you know the key is the key is besides you know you know the, the the key in my life was in my career because i always wanted to find joy and happiness and i found it and when i found it y'all embraced it and then when we you embraced it now you know we we when i see y'all like, like when i came Pulled up, it was thousands of people screaming, showing love. You know that that's 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 love. Love is the answer, bro. It's the key. I promise you. That's why they don't want us to love. You know what I'm saying? Love is the most powerful thing in the world. That's why they don't want us to love. So if we come together like the Unity headphones, we come together. Love is the answer, and it's the key. I've watched your snap stories for a year and they inspire me every day, but I'd like to know what's your biggest source of inspiration? Um, God. Um, he's my biggest inspiration. Um, I pray almost every second of the day when I walk, when I eat, when I sleep. Um, even when you don't see me put the prayer up, the hands, and I'm always just praying. Um, I'm so grateful for life that we breathe in. You know what I'm saying? And when you have life, you can accomplish anything you want to accomplish, anything. And if you have a problem in life, you can fix it because you have life. You know what I'm saying? And, and God, he's the greatest. I mean, I, I promise you, he really is. He's the greatest. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Don't forget the Almond stores right now. Major key. Make sure you listen to the radio show that's going to be on any minute now. We the best radio. Make sure you cop the brand new headphones, Unity, and more than anything, thank you, DJ Colin. Thank you for coming out. <laughs>